Welcome to Puppet Hunt Radio with Matt and Lane. Yeah. Yeah. Here we well, are. We got it that time. Another episode in. I can't wait to hear it. I feel I feel insecure about some of this. Huh. Well, we're recording at my house this time. You know I associate your home with, with trauma. I don't know if I remember that. Oh, I remember. Yeah. When so you fell down that time you were coming No, the no. This was this the summer. tried to jump no, on you. No, this summer... Now I'm now I'm getting tongue tied because I don't want to relive the trauma, but I feel like the the listeners need to well, you're understand. Your own home, you can talk about whatever you want. I have my salt lamp with me. You have two. Well, yes, actually, there's a third one that's plugged in in the back of the room here. I found that one is good, one is good, three are better. Oh. What what happens is the ions that are being released, you want them to counteract the the EM in your room, mm-hmm. and so you can't get all the frequencies mm-hmm. unless you have the different kinds. These are plug-ins? They plug in, yes. It's interesting. I thought they were uh, candles. They flicker. They counteract the electromagnetic energy that they use. That's the first thing that they Is do. Is that what EDM means? No, EM, okay, electromagnetic EM. waves. Counteracts EM. Yeah, it's, it's essentially like valence in mirror form, mm. kind of like a photonegative. And it just, it's its clear. So that's why I can, I, I definitely notice that I'm breathing deeper and mm. more truthfully in this room oh, rather okay. than well, your place. So I think we like probably positive. should do Is that like the, the recording. flotsam? Remember the flotsam? There's all that stuff? That's metaphorical. This is, oh. this is science. Uh-huh. So we were aiming to get out an episode this summer. And now it's almost, you know. Well, I, I want these to be evergreen episodes. It's been a while. It's Time been a, flies. It's huh? been several months, and the explanation really it stems from some decisions that you made with, uh, no, without my them, consent. I wouldn't call them decisions. I'm going to paint a picture here. So I went over to Matt's house in the middle of the summer, and we were going to record the episode. We went into his attic, and everything was just gone. Everything well, except for your wife's yeah. your wife's antique fans yeah, were there. Still there. That was it. So the place is just straight up empty. Yeah. yeah. And I remember definitely like deep breathing. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I I remember and op- having you, to open the door for you because you were wheezing. Do you remember that? I thought it was an allergic reaction. I noticed you're kind of smiling a little bit as you were recalling well, this. Well, it was I, funny. You lived through it. You know, whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I'm, I'm like chuckling a little bit but uh, now remembering it. Uh, but you were sort of on the floor kind of uh, wheezing and that's... Uh... So the short version is it was trauma. Oh, and that's the trauma. That's the trauma, okay. yeah. And so then you were very cavalier and you said, oh, no, it's not a problem. Everything's in a storage unit. Mm. And so I said, well, let's go to the storage unit. Yeah, which self-store. was store The self-store unit and it wasn't there either. Well, it's there. But it's in one of several places. Right. And then, then you disclose that there's... How many storage units do you I have? I think I have three, maybe four. Okay. Three to four. And the first one was, was like only half full, so I'm kind of confused. You're giving them a trial run, different storage units? I don't understand. I used uh, self-catch. Have you used them? I don't have any storage units. Well, I've used them primarily in the 90s. And then in the early 2000s, I went from store U, U store, U store. So I used them for a while. And they're pretty good. They're pretty good. But now uh, this new one is, I, I'm not sure, I'm not 100% sold 
on their practices. So I'm giving them, this is a trial run, trial run. If they do well, I'm going to move the bulk of my stuff over. We did find one of the vinyl records That's in the right. other storage unit right next to like mostly flammable stuff. Uh-huh. I keep my flammables out of the house. It's safest. So listeners, if you have flammable rags, solvents, do not keep them in your garage where they can combust. Uh, keep them in an off-site facility. Right. I, I agree. That's a great message, but I'm asking you personally that we store all the puppet hunt materials, which again seem to be in like more than one location now, Yeah, that the flammables not be oh, well, with the here's stuff my that we, logic. That we value. You, see if you can follow this, because this, this makes sense to me. If you have a collection of things, if you keep them all in one spot, if there's a, a catastrophic event, earthquake, collapse, a sinkhole, yes. a car crash, uh, mm. Fire, flood, uh, hurricane, tornado, hailstorm, anything that can destroy these items, they're all going to be destroyed. But if you uh, move them around to okay. various locations, if some of them are destroyed, you still have some. This is what I did with my Pokemon cards. I did this with my Magic the Gathering cards. I All my figurines. Yes. I have them spread about various different places. Okay. Okay. My cups, my salt and pepper shakers. Yes. These are, you know, you don't want to discuss these on air. We've already talked about it, but I won't get too far into my collectibles. But I have a lot. And then my wife has the fans. The fans, I don't care. How Let them burn up. I've said it. You're okay with them burning. Yeah, but I don't want the house to burn up too. So, I mean, if you could have a controlled burn, that'd be fine. But I don't know how to do that. So, and I should, well, let's cut this Yeah, out. yeah, well. I don't want to get in we'll, trouble we'll, with the missus. Why, does she listen? No. Okay. okay so, well, let's get let's get into viewer emails. All right. Um, this is from uh, ghostblanket62 at fermilab.org. Uh, when are the next episodes coming? Love the characters. Good work, boys. That's very affirming. Very, yeah, it's very uh, positive. I can sense their frustration though that the episodes weren't out uh-huh. sooner. It's good to see the science community is following us as well. The Fermi Lab. Enrico Fermi. The pheromones. I don't you want think, to talk too much, but it's interesting I have some that they would find this this show appealing. Yeah, it is interesting. But I guess uh, I'm imagining old people with mustaches, so they probably you know, this is their cup of tea. This sort oh, of uh, radio yeah. stuff. That makes sense. Yeah. Did we answer their question? Uh, no. They want to know uh, when the new episodes are coming. So one is today. There so you your go. answer All is right. in a couple of minutes. Excuse All right, me. you got one more for us? Uh, yes, I have another one from Levient or Levient, I'm not sure, at gmail.com. Uh, more scary episodes, please. It's probably please. Do you have a Halloween ep coming? If not, when? We do actually have a secret here. We're recording right just before Halloween right now. Mm. Should I mention that? I think that, yeah, you can. That Does that make this a Halloween episode? I don't know. It could be. Sure. Okay. Possibly. There's nothing particularly scary about it. I mean, you had a trauma, so that's kind of scary. Okay. You. There you go. Here's Here it is. This is your Halloween episode. Yeah. It's called The Left-Handed Quist Part 3. And do you want to set it up? I think you should. Because I don't remember what it's supposed to be about, or I can't remember what the last episode was. Uh-huh. The There's a bank robber. He is left-handed. 
He has a puppet that does all the talking and all the shooting of the machine gun. There are mm, several I'm, suspects. No. Prime, I think, for me, is Chase Perkins. Chase Perkins, yeah. right. He's so trustworthy on the surface, and yet he seems like he's covering stuff up. Yeah, I feel like they're going to find out that it's the classic case of the new person in town is oh, the suspect. Okay. Yeah. So you're going for that. How about I you? Was, I was sus- uh, remembering now that I was very suspicious of Ray Grimes. Right. We established that he might be an accomplice. I'm keeping my mind open about Ray Grimes as the mm. as the mastermind. He's very old, so he probably doesn't get around very fast. So. And he has that. There's this thing where they say like a friendly nuisance is a good role to play as the criminal. You know, so you're talking to the police, you're talking to the detectives, and you're not a suspect because you're so annoying. Buddy Bozeman. You think he might be behind well, you it? You just described Buddy Bozeman to a T. Interesting. So, you know, that turned it, uh, readers, listeners, viewers, right in. So he's robbing the banks adult sized because they haven't mentioned anything Maybe about this being a child. Maybe he's just dressed up as a dummy. That would explain that. They things. could pull that off on the radio. Why, how else could he shoot a machine gun like that? A puppet shooting a machine gun? That sounds very unlikely. I'm on the edge of my seat. Shall we literally play the episode? Let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen. What? Left-handed quiz part three. Oh, left-handed quiz part three. Hold on to your hat, Rock. What for? It's our first solid lead on those bank robberies. Yeah? Your nemesis, Al Risotto. young fellow. But first I'd like to talk to you about housekeeping. Oh boy, I can start right away. Recently, a woman was interviewing a prospective maid and asked her on how she was on light housekeeping. Well, I'm sorry, ma'am, said the young lady. I've never kept a lighthouse. (laughs) Never kept a lighthouse? I admit, that's an old joke, but it generally gets a laugh. Oh, a lighthouse! <laughs> I get it now! Do you? Housekeeping is no joke. That's a job from which no one can escape. Whether he lives in a house, an igloo, a military barracks, or governmental building. Yes, Housekeeping is a very important job, even in our government. I never thought about governmental housekeeping, Mr. Grimes. Someone has to see the plumbing doesn't leak, that electricity, oil, and coal aren't wasted, that the garden is kept in good shape, that the animals are fed, 
and that the people have a place outdoors in which to enjoy themselves. But who does all that? The Secretary of State? No. Actually, all these governmental household tasks are the work of the Department of the Interior, which at one time was called the Home Department. The biggest job of the department is conservation, the protection of the things that make our country a good place in which to live, the land, water, oil, coal, forests, minerals, and wildlife. These are our natural resources, buddy. And our nation is rich in natural resources, Mr. Grimes. Uh, let's not get arrogant, son. If it weren't for the conservation work of our interior department, before too long, all the farming and grazing lands would be washed or blown away, and all the wildlife would disappear from our fields and forests. Oh, gee, all the grazing land and all the wildlife. And during wartime, the Secretary of the Interior has a special job, namely making sure sufficient oil and other fuels are available to our armed forces and defense industries. Yes, our governmental housekeeper, the Department of the Interior, has a most important and vital job in maintaining the comfort and welfare of every citizen of the United States. Boy, Mr. Grimes, I sure am glad our country has an interior department. We all are, buddy. And now we return to our program. File of Facts 48-S-1 the left-handed quist. Entry 5. Nick Salmon speaking. As we head out to the Dundee estate, Rock and I try and stitch this case together. Wait a minute. This doesn't add up, Salmon. You mean Al going sour? Nah, Al in cahoots with a quist. He can't stand up. Well, maybe but this left-handed quist is exclusively hitting the branches of Third National Bank. Yeah, so what? Well, their branch and siphon turned him down on a business loan. And then he really blew his top. Yeah, that does sound like him. He wiped everything off the man's desk and then dumped the wastebasket on his head. <laughs> How'd you learn that? Miss Dawson Dundee. Never heard of her. Oh, she's the bank president's daughter. Lovely green eyes, honey-colored hair. Her mom's got puppet-phobia. Uh, that's the one. A risotto desk wipe, huh? Yes, and according to the application, his loan was for a bivalve farm. What? A farm for bivalves. <laughs> no wonder they shot him down. There's no such thing. Well, I, I was taken aback as well, but... Oyster farming goes back all the way to ancient Rome, according to Miss Dawson Dundee. Ah, Dawson this and Dawson that. What does she know? Well, she is writing a history book of Plutwa County, Rock, and 
Plus, folks say Al's been flashing a lot of cash around, buying up lumber and... See what you make of this. All the chicken wire he can get his hands on. Chicken wire? Make up your mind, risotto. Is it going to be chickens or oysters? I've been thinking. Could be some kind of invoicing scam or straight-up fraud. All right. Let's say risotto needs cash fast for one of his get-rich-quick scams. But the bank turns him down. So he finds some out-of-town quist and gets him to roll the third nationals. And, in exchange for a cut, he makes sure the cops are always in the wrong place at the wrong time. Oh, I don't know, Rock. We're talking about police corruption at the highest level. Well, mid-level. Well, high-middle, I'd argue. He, he's in command of the left-handed task force, remember? Even though he's right-handed. Still middle, by the way. Well, that would explain why he was so quick to have you arrested. Yeah, that's it, Salmon. I was getting too close to his swindle. At Mr. Dundee's request, we park once again at the horse barn. Where we're met with a surprise most fetching. So who's the dame? <gasps> That's Dawson. No, she's a librarian type. Well, she's she's wearing her hair differently today. Changes hairstyles, eh? Make a note of that, Butternut. Well, most women change their hairstyle, Rock. Just make the note, will ya? All right. Double victory rolls on top. Very flattering. Gentlemen, thank you for coming out on such short notice. All part of the job. Miss Dawson? Detectives? Dawson tells me we may be facing a corrupt officer within the Large Neck Police Department. Don't know if he's gone sour, but he is unquestionably a crumb. Where do you suppose he's getting all this cash? I could have a piece of the action. Sir, do you have any serial numbers on the bills that were stolen? No. Uh... It is standard police procedure in a case like this one. Yeah, well, it was, back when I was on the force. Detectives, uh, what do you do with the numbers? Well, uh, after the robbery, uh, we provide a list to all the merchants in the area, and on that list are the serial numbers of the stolen bills. Yeah, not everybody's going to check if you're buying a stick of gum, but they will if you're paying a lot of cash. Say for a... Suspicious amount of chicken wire. Chicken wire? That's right. How does that fit in, detective? Well, it's hard to say. Al Risotto is the king of get-rich-quick schemes, so stupid moves are normal. I suppose we should anticipate more trouble then. Hmm. I'll telephone the branch managers and have them make a ledger of all bills. And you'll have time, at least until the next fog rolls in. Fog? The thief only strikes during a clam chowder, according to Mr. Nexamon. Yes, he's he's four for four, uh, salmon. He's four for four salmon? Is, is that some sort of detective jargon? Oh, no, uh, sorry, uh, my surname is Salmon, uh, first name Nix, of course. Uh, Miss Dawson said, I believe, Nexamon, Nick Salmon is Nexamon. Uh, very charming, uh, though, though incorrect, uh, close. Uh, what's the four for four part? Oh, 
What I meant was he's four for four, uh, four robberies and four clam chowders. Huh? The left-handed quist. Oh, okay, good work, Butternut. Gee, thanks, Rock, but uh, well, when people hear that nickname, uh... Yeah? Um, well, it's hard for them to remember that I, I have two nicknames, so you see, well... What? Uh, uh, never mind. M- Mr. Dundee, with your permission, I, I'd like to interview the loan officer who had his, his desk swiped. Yes, yes, of course. It's such a relief you're on this case, detectives. I've, I've been so distracted with my, my wife's condition, you see. How is she? Still shaken, I'm afraid. She's not sleeping much at all due to her night terrors. Night terrors? Pardon us for prying, Miss Dawson, but uh, given the unsolicited puppet she received, well, you never know when a piece might fit into the puzzle. Mother has had them before. It's just now they're... Yes? The same every night. She watches as the doors of the church open. There I am in my wedding gown. The bridal march begins to play, and then suddenly, at the altar, she sees a puppet in a tuxedo. You're marrying a puppet? No, a ventriloquist. But his puppet is the best man. The next day, I drive out toward the tidal flats. The air becomes fresh and salty. Well, brackish, rather. In the humble community of Siphon, I find Third National Bank's branch right in the heart of Main Street. Detective Salmon, right on time. Mr. Dundee said you'd be punctual. Yes, well, uh, He admires that in a man, as do I. You must be Mr. Sunstrand. Quite right. Uh, Won't you have a seat? Thank you. Uh, If I may get right to the point, uh, what do you recall about the rejected loan application for Mr. Risotto? I won't forget that anytime soon. Have you ever had a man sweep all of the items off of your desk? No, uh, but, uh... Happened to a close friend of mine. Mortifying. And then he lifted up my nearly full wastebasket. And it tossed the contents on my head. I'm sorry. Here's the incident file. Hmm. Loan application lists a business address on Ganglion Highway. Yes, uh, not much out there, except for the old Shuck and Slurp restaurant. Yes, I, I drove past it on the way here. The name alarmed me until I saw the faded images of oysters <clears throat> on the sign. It's been closed for years. But just the other day, I saw a group of men unloading trucks nearby, and, and I, I didn't know... Yes? I thought I, I... I thought I saw him there. Mr. Risotto. Hmm, let's... I guess he could be starting up that bivalve farming after all, especially if he got his hands on a sudden windfall of cash. You think he might be the one who's been robbing our branches? It's hard to say. He loves to badmouth ventriloquism, but maybe he protests too much. We're all on edge, Mr. Salmon. He's targeting Third National, and we're the only branch he hasn't hit. I see you have the armed security guard. 
Yes, and per your recommendations, we're maintaining a record of all serial numbers. Then rest assured, Mr. Sunstrand, one way or another, we'll nab this left-handed quist. As I return to the Crossley, I glance inside an ice cream parlor and do a double take. That looks like Dawson. Aw, oh, come on, Nix. Stop thinking about her captivating victory rolls. Wait, that really is her. Sharing a phosphate with a man and his puppet. Chase Perkins, what's he doing out here? Oh, they're waving at me. I guess I better go in. Ah, bonjour, mon cher ami maladroit. Pierre, uh, Chase, Miss Dundee, uh, Miss Dunson, uh, Miss Dawson. Nous pourrions te faire une place. What, what was that? He wants to know if you'd like to join us. Please do. The malts are heavenly, detective. Salmon, right? Ah, no. J'espère bien qu'ils ne font pas des phosphates à l'arôme de poisson. Révoltant. Well, is he disagreeing with Miss Dawson? No, no, uh... He just said a salmon-flavored malt would taste terrible. Oh, Pierre, you have such a quick wit, always with the wordplay. Il y a d'autres jeux auxquels je suis encore plus adroit, ma chère. What's that? Oh, uh, I better not translate that one. Uh, you might slap him right across his face. Pierre, you're too fresh. Pas aussi frais que votre sourire, Mademoiselle Danson. Si charmant. Comme un bouton de rose. What did he say that time? Oh, well, that one I can translate. He, he said he could never be as fresh as Miss Dawson's smile. Oh, so sweet. Répète-lui le reste. All right, all right. Uh, Pierre wants me to tell you the other part. Uh, he compared you to a rose in springtime. Oh, Pierre, you're going to make me blush. C'est ce que j'espère réussir. See anything you like, detective? Oh, uh, uh, yes, I, I, I think I'll have a, a, a phosphate, uh, uh, perhaps a white cow. Hmm, well, a uh, black cow is better, or brown. Oh, well, I, I've tried those before, but I, I prefer white cow. Ooh, ooh, try the piebald. Hmm, a piebald? Uh, I don't see it. It's not on the menu. You have to ask for it. Peebald? Oh, it's a mix of brown and white. Ah, pee. Oh, I know that. Oh, easy now, easy now. I was just helping out my little friend here. I grew up on a farm. Volta. Oh, what was that? Oh, he just asked you where. Oh, outside of Omaha. Oh, solid town. A gateway to the west. Gee. Not too many people know the city motto. Where are you from, anyway, Chase? Oh, well, now, no place in particular. Rocky Mountain states, mostly. Kind of a tumbleweed, you might say. Well, I'm having trouble placing your accent. Une jeune femme magnifique est en face de toi. Et tu te poses des questions sur l'accent de Steep? Well, s speaking of geography, uh, what are the two of you doing in Siphon? I had a little research to do in the public library. For my book. And Miss Dawson told me all about the desk swipe that happened here. Ils sont en rendez-vous, imbécile. Oh, you're, you're working on the case? 
It's still local, isn't it? Yes, well, something tells me it's on the verge of getting hot. Well, I'd say it's already hot. Oh, local hot, certainly. But I'm talking about regional hot. Well, you'll wanna, you'll wanna in interview that loan officer. Uh, Say... Already did, uh, earlier this morning. Gentlemen... Oh, you did? Uh, gee, he didn't say he talked to another detective. You two could work together. <laughs> Excusez-moi? Well, wait, uh, aren't you a, an agricultural crimes detective? Oh, sure. Well, Risotto's business loan was for a bivalve farm, not a, not a land farm. You mean... Aquaculture? Oh, well, yes, that happens to be well within my... Champ? Oh, yes, the thank you, Pierre. My field, Mr. Salmon. Back at the office, I meet with Ray Grimes, eyewitness to the second bank holdup. Mr. Grimes requested this appointment, yet declined to give his reasons over the phone. Detective. Oh, won't you come in, Mr. Grimes? Have a seat, please. Yes, thank you. If I may... Ash. Pardon me? This office chair is made of ash. The tree, of course, not the remnants of a fireplace. Yes, sir. I... <laughs> very good, sir. Yes, a very underrated lumber, ash. I can imagine. Hmm. And what is it you imagine, exactly? Baseball bats? Well, that, that is what Ash is famous for, I, I believe. Well, and rightly so. Now, let me be clear. I do not intend to take away in the slightest from Ash's contribution to our treasured national pastime. Yes, well... But as for staining and cabinet-making, you cannot ask for a finer wood. Takes a stain well. Well, but that's not all. Ash is a fine choice for millwork, molding, and steam-bending. Oh, yes, sir. I Thank ask you. you, young man... What other lumber in strength and appearance can mimic oak so well? well sounds versatile. I Only ash. That's correct. If, if you'll pardon me, sir, I, I'm expecting a, a long-distance phone call at any moment, and I know your time is valuable. Oh, of course. Uh, the impetus for my appointment. Certainly. Well, you see, after we spoke last here in this office, I was on my way to my favorite cigar store, the Houndstooth. You do smoke cigars, don't you, Detective? No, sir. Well, I see. That, that says a lot about a man. All the same, you owe it to yourself to visit the humidor at the Houndstooth. Quite plush for large neck. Uh, now, as I was saying, uh, I was on my way to the Houndstooth when I realized I got a pretty good look at that left-handed quist during the robbery. I could describe his features in great detail. But I thought you said they were wearing kerchiefs over their faces. Uh, that they did. And uh, matching stingy-brimmed fedoras. Matching? Hmm. In addition, I made careful study of the bandit's eyes and brow. That's enough to glean a great deal about a man. 
For as the poets and philosophers tell us, down through the ages the eyes are a window into the soul. Yes, I, I've, I've heard that, sir. And the brow is the valance. So, as I was saying, after my commerce was done at the hound's tooth, I offered my services of recollection to the large-necked police department, so they might draw a lifelike sketch of the eyes and the brow. Oh, may I see the sketch? Regrettably, they declined my offer. You say, declined? Yes, well, you see, for some time now, the large-necked P.D. has made something of a, a habit of spurning my assistance in a variety of criminal activities. Ruffled feathers, that sort of thing. And there could be another reason on this case, sir. How's that now? A detective sergeant who may have gone sour. Hmm. All the better, then, that I took it upon myself to... Hire a sketch artist of some renown, and produce the likeness on my own accord. Here is the original. Oh, I pictured a robber much older and tougher than this. As did the sketch artist. <clears throat> I made him start over repeatedly until he softened the features. But, if I may... And there, at last... Thanks to my cajoling, I, you see the inscrutable calm in the bandit's eyes. Excuse me. Nick Salmon, private eye. Forwards, I suppose the insurance industry will have to write off as a loss. Ah, tremendous wordplay as always, Harlan. Thanks for the call on a federal dime. Happy to help, but I'm gonna make this quick, pal. That new agricultural crimes detective you had me look into is straight as an arrow. Really? Not a smudge. A real square jaw and iron pajamas type. Oh, sorry for the trouble, Harlan. He seemed rather secretive about his past. That's a regional man for you. Drift into town, solve a big case, and disappear like a wispy cloud over the arid western skies. That's poetic. It's probably nothing, Salmon, but there is one hiccup in this otherwise spotless file. I'm listening. He wasn't born, Chase Perkins. He wasn't? What's his real name? Chad Parker. Left-handed quist, entry six. Rock Handy speaking. Nix and I head out to the address on Ganglion Highway and park at binocular distance. About a dozen workers mill about the parking lot of the old shuck and slurp. Over here, Rock. These bulrushes will make excellent cover. Hold on. What happened to your Kershaw Renowns? Oh, the 7x30s? Oh, I thought I'd go with the Nash Kelvinators today. 6x35. Oh, I used to have a swell pair of Nash Ks. But they got prism fungus. Oh, prism fungus. I'm sorry. Uh, it happens. You can bet I'll never buy that brand again. Well, it sounds like you're... Purging port got compromised. Tell me about it. Say, uh, mind if I take a look at those, uh... Oh, not at all. Is it okay if I look through your Zephyrs? Oh, sure, here you go. Hmm, 7x35s, with a reticle. Very beneficial in our line of work. 
Is it reticle or reticule? What? The lines in the eyepiece, the, the, the crosshairs. What are they called again? Crosshairs. Oh, I guess that covers it. Say, Rock, check out the sturdy fella next to the cargo truck. Hmm. Uh, a quist? With a puppet. Working for Al Risotto. Well, that seems unlikely. Uh, check out what they're unloading from that truck. It's chicken wire, but there's not a pullet in sight. Yep. Let's get a closer sniff. Nix and I pull into the parking lot, and this beefy quist walks right over. Only he stays mum. He lets his scrawny puppet do all the talking. Can I help you, gentlemen? Rock Handy, and you must be... Fillmore! I know you? Uh, we thought the old shuck and slurp was back in business. Soon! Real soon! All right, boys, tide's gone out enough. Out on the flats! Let's hustle, come on! Hmm, is that, uh, is that structure gonna be part of the restaurant? What's it do you, pal? Uh, just curious. It looks like a rather extensive boardwalk. <laughs> boardwalk? It'll be underwater most of the time. <laughs> oh, I thought perhaps you were gonna... Look how flimsy it is! A boardwalk! A board... Hey, boys! This guy thinks you're making a boardwalk! <laughs> All right. All right. Boardwalk! What gives? Bivalve farm. How can you farm a bivalve? Rack and bag method. Huh. Listen, pal, we got work to do. You hungry for lunch? Come back in about six months. Doesn't it take uh, two or three years for spats to mature? Ah, so you're some oyster expert now. What? I'm sorry, I'm... Take it easy, both of you. He started it. One question. Yeah? You gonna have oyster loaf? Of course we are. Change the recipe, would you? Too dry. It ain't cannas no more. New management. Just get your oyster loaf right. It's gonna be the best you ever tasted. Mama Risotto's secret recipe stuffed in a sourdough loaf. Keep it moist. Did you say Mama Risotto? You know Aloysius Risotto? I'd say so. You see my partner here? Well, guess what? You're looking at Al's older brother. Boy, Rock, that sure gives you something to think about. What? Well, Al Risotto hates puppets, yet his brother is a quist. Yeah, go figure. Uh, did you notice his brother never said a word? Typical opening move. For some quists, anyway. Opening move? Solo combative, it's called. Let the puppet do all the talking. Jerry and I used to do it now and then. Say, if I was buying shoes or on a blind date. I feel like I should write that down. All right, go ahead. But I, I, I thought you said you wanted me to write fewer notes. Uh, go uh, more with my, my, my gut? Yeah, okay, do that then. Okay, I will. Although, I, I have noticed it helps if I can refer to my notes. Just pick one. Notes or gut. Okay, notes for now. All right, make it quick. Oh, thanks, Rock. Mm -hmm. Solo, combative. 
Seems like that's the left-handed Quist's opening move too, right? The puppet does all the talking. Ah, oh, makes sense. Especially if he's the one carrying the gun. Yeah, that way, the witnesses to the crime are more likely to pay attention to the puppet than study the face of the Quist. Wait a minute. We didn't check if Al's brother was secretly two-handed, did we? No. Uh, I should have thrown something at him like I did with that farm cop. Uh, Chase Perkins. No, the one with the French puppet. Well, yeah, French-Canadian, right. Uh, from here on out, remind me to do that, will you? Test people for left-handedness. You got it, Rock. Including that bank president. There's something I... I have to tell you, it's it's not it's not easy to say. What? I don't know what regional hot means. Don't worry about it. Yeah, but Chase Perkins and Buddy Bozeman keep saying that's where the case is headed. Ah, what do they know? Could go that way. Probably will. Oh, I ran my standard background check on Chase Perkins, by the way. Yeah? Not too much dirt. Well, give me the biggest clump. I suppose it could be considered a clump. His real name is Chad Parker. Aha! How long has he been going by Chet Palmer? No, well, actually, Chad Parker is his real name and his alias... what I say? Chad Porter? Ch- I'm getting jumbled up now, but I think you said that he was... Ah, uh, you're missing the point, Nix. Which is this. A man doesn't up and change his name unless... He has something to hide. Nix and I decide to check in with that bank president. We park in front of the horse barn right next to a pickup truck with out-of-state plates. Well, speaking of Chase Perkins, it looks like he's making himself a regular visitor these days. Only this time he didn't leave his puppet in the passenger seat. You hear that? I, I think that's them. Une femme est plus belle que le monde où je vis. Why, Pierre, you're bold as brass. It's coming from that hayloft. <laughs> <laughs> Est-ce que ça vous chatouille ici aussi? <laughs> Stop, Pierre, you promised. Hey, up there. Hey, where's Mr. Handy? Oh, that's, that's you, Rock. Uh, Dundee, we're looking for Mr. Dundee. Oh, uh, detectives, I, um, <clears throat> I, I, I didn't hear you drive up. What's going on up there? Well, good day, gentlemen. Why is your puppet with you? Indeed. <gasps> oh, Mr. Dundee, uh, oh, you really startled me. The two of you come down here at once. Yes, father. Der, il me semble que nous sommes trois ici. Uh, hush yourself up there, Pierre. Last thing we need is you chiming in. Uh, if I may speak, Mr. Dundee, there's a there's a simple and rather innocent explanation. Miss Dawson invited me up to the hayloft to Inspector Bales. C'est comme ça qu'on l'appelle de nos jours. Pierre, now I mean it. Uh, button that lip or else. Uh, did you say Inspector Bales? Never heard of him. No, it's not a person, Mr. Handy. Our extension office has been looking into numerous reports of hay fraud lately, and hay fraud... Yes, all too common a grift these days, sadly, with the rise of independent distribution. But I'm happy to report 
The bales Miss Dawson showed me are, in fact, genuine. Dawson, what are those? My earrings? Oh, they're a gift from Mr. Perkins. Well, from Pierre, actually. Genuine Tahitian pearls, Daddy. Aren't they beautiful? Mais pas aussi charmante que le visage qu'elle part. You know you cannot keep them. But, Father, they're a gift! Indeed, Pierre spent all his allowance on them. C'est vrai. Your mother will find out, and, well, there's nothing further to discuss. I... I'm so sorry, Mr. Perkins. Uh, it's all right, Miss Dawson. Mais absolument pas. Oh, now, please excuse him. He can be quite hot-blooded at times like these. Yes, yes, well, all the same, I must ask the two of you to leave, thank you. I regret to hear that. Uh, good day to you, Mr. Dundee. Moi, je ne regrette rien. Detectives, uh, Miss Dawson. Au revoir, Juliette. Wait, you'd best cover him up with this feed bag. Oh, say now, is that truly necessary? We simply cannot risk Miss Dundee seeing a puppet on our property. I'm sure you understand. I suppose I, I could carry him like this. Oh, easy with that now. He, he's touchy about his hair. Voilà, il est sûr que je n'oublierai pas. Goodbye, Mr. Perkins. Au revoir, Pierre. Souvenez-vous que les tragédies de théâtre se terminent dans le sang. Dawson, your mother is in a very fragile state. Yes, Father. From here on out, I'll insist Pierre always stays in the truck. Too late for that now, I'm afraid. Until further notice, you are not to see Mr. Perkins under any circumstances. Am I making myself clear? But, Father! My mind is made up. I simply forbid it. If you'll excuse me, detectives. Friday morning. Forecast calls for 80% chance of clam chowder. I drive out to the 3rd National in Siphon, the only branch not yet rolled by the left-handed Quist. Just my luck. The streets are fogless. Only good news is that I brought along a salami cudgel from Tottenham's to keep me company. I might as well slice off a stopler or two. Mmm. Mmm. Well, let's see if I can make sense of this jumble. Risotto's got a, a brother who's a quest. Whack and bag method. Mmm. Farm cop with a foreign puppet. Canadian pearls. Mmm. Uh -huh. Oh boy, here we go again. Prism. Uh, prism fungus. Salami for breakfast, eh? Jer Jerry? Jerry! Oh, it's great to see you again, pal. Wise up, Andy. I can't keep you awake like in the old days. What are you talking about? You're supposed to be keeping an eye out for this bank crook. But instead you're taking another meat nap. No, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm wide awake. Uh, no, you're not. But I'm talking to you. I'm dead, Rock. Dead tired or dead wood? Oh, that never got a laugh for a reason, partner. 
You should have let me write more of the jokes. I know funny. Uh, uh, maybe you're right. Well, it's too late for that now. How about that? The fog is starting to thicken. Yeah, so? So wake yourself up already. The left-handed twist always strikes during a clam chowder. Zegazuntandy. Jerry, Jerry, wait. Oh, what do you want? Uh, you really think risotto's behind all this? Sourdough. Sourdough, is that a clue? Sourdough. Is that one word or two? Huh? <laughs> I sound just like your new partner. Oh, how do you spell that? Ooh, let me write that down. Gee whiz, what a stiff. Hey, that ain't tap dancing, Handy. Wake up. A Quist and his puppet are running my way. Their faces hidden behind blue neckerchiefs. I roll out of the car. Only the fog swallows them up. Ah, got to be them. Back in the torpedo, I step on it. Are those... Are those taillights? Blast this clam chowder. I barely see the street lamps. Whoa, he's heading straight for me. Shots fired at Rock Handy? Will Nick Salmon be able to outwit the left-handed quist? Has the case in fact gone regional hot? Tune in tomorrow for the action-packed continuation of The Left-Handed Quist, Part 4. That was a good ending. I like how that ended. You're happy about that? I think well, it's exciting. Rock got shot up ah, by a, he didn't get shot. He's, he crashed his car, I think. can't have the, the show without him. It wasn't clear if it was... His car they got crashed, or the I think his the crashed, left-handed quist. But yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, well, that's a true cliffhanger for you. Yeah, but it's good. That's exciting. But you, they're not going to kill off a main Andy. character. Yeah, but there's always that like little bit of you never feel that anxiety like oh is he my, may be like injured or is the hero in, hospital in or yeah something? in danger. Yeah. So I made a few notes. I'm sure you did as well. Yeah, we want to start it off for well, us. Well, mainly I have one word circled chicken wire. Yes, very much a pivotal piece of the plot. Yeah, it seems to be that's the main thing. You wonder, there's a couple of things. I'm, I'm wondering if they were sponsored by Chicken Wire and Binoculars. That's two things I was thinking when listening to it, is that maybe those were integrated, integrated ads. Integrated ads. Maybe. Yeah, I, th I thought the binocular part was very interesting. It seemed like Rock and Nix really bonded over their understanding of which binocular set is going to be the better for the each job. It's, it made me uncomfortable. Really? Yeah. Uh, exchanging something that personal back and forth. It made you uncomfortable? It made me uncomfortable, yeah. I, di I, didn't, I didn't like it. No, I didn't like it. It just seemed uh, two men uh, hiding behind a bush, uh, you know, trading these things back and forth. Looking at somebody with a puppet. I, nothing, I have nothing against that, you know. That, that piece lifestyle. was okay. That sharing piece was okay. lifestyle. Oh, sharing binoculars, that bothered you. 
Yeah, something about that. Huh. People should keep their binoculars to themselves. What were you? What, what was making you uncomfortable? It's just the sharing. Oh, okay. I get it. Okay, yeah, I thought you. I just you... don't like sharing. All right. Well, good. That makes me feel a little bit better because it seemed like you were being a kind of a. Right. You know how I ask you to bring your own cups for coffee when you come right. over? Right. Oh, I get it now. Okay. Yeah. I've come to know you better from this conversation. Well, consider yourself lucky. Not many people do. So desk swipes. Mm. Uh, would you think that was a thing in the forties? Seems to be. It seems very offensive. Well, I could see Nix was emotionally affected by mm-hmm. the idea of it. Yeah. And that he's maybe carrying around a fear. It's possible this could, like, in the conclusion, somebody could swipe his desk. Like, that could really ratchet Anxiety, yeah. ratchet up the drama from, uh-huh. from his point of view. It could happen to him, yeah. I, you could sort of see the wheels turning in his head. as Well, and then, so Nick's fears a desk swipe, and Rock seemed to admire it a little bit. Don't you think? Yeah, like, it does seem more like that's a rock handy move. Like that's a good way to punctuate a sentence is yeah. just to swipe somebody's desk clean. He was clean. more disturbed by the chicken wire than the desk swipe. Right. It seemed to baffle him a little bit. And so was Dawson Dundee. She was alarmed. I could tell that in her voice mm-hmm. when she said, chicken wire? It, maybe it's yeah. used for other nefarious things in the in the 40s, like tar and feathering. Oh, really? You think you could chicken wire somebody? Yeah, maybe you wire them. Chicken wire them. Could be. I Have you know. ever handled chicken wire yourself? We used to have chickens when I was growing so up. So did we. Yeah. 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 How about that? To. Chicken wire was a big factor in my upbringing. Like a Louisiana thing? Yeah, it could be something like that. Is Maybe. it okay that I tell people where you're from? Or reveal that? Just say the South. Okay. Is that, a, is that, we'll record over it. Is that a Southern thing? It could be. It could be. I don't want to talk about it too much. Here's okay. the thing I zeroed in on. So Ray Grimes comes in and he, he talks at length to sort of get control over the person, you know, kind of mm. lull them into well, you're a... Still on, you're really uh, trying to nail him down. I am getting more suspicious of him than any other character. I think he's so involved. He has this manipulative way of lulling people into his world, right? He's very boring. A very, yeah, kind of dull the senses. And then he presents something that's less plausible in the regular world. But mm. in his context, it's more believable. Here's this sketch okay. that he has created himself. The police were not involved. Oh, he, you think he did it? Uh, well, he did have someone probably with the skills to do it, or maybe he drew it himself. That's an interesting angle. And could that be of a completely misleading face? In other words, he thinks, okay, Nix is the closest mm-hmm. person to solving this case. And I give him a drawing of somebody. Remember, Nix was kind of surprised. He's like, oh, I pictured somebody much tougher and older. Yeah, he said he was uh, like, uh, what, very calm looking? Yes, like a serene face. That's what I was picturing. Um, and So maybe a priest. Which is the part, oh, interesting. You think a priest? Well, well there's or no maybe hint. a monk. Okay. Are, are there hints in the show that tell you that it might be a religious, a person no, of I'm faith? I'm just looking at your candles. I was just thinking... Oh, okay. Like priests or monks. So I got distracted. You're influenced by the surroundings that we're in about the yeah, plot. Yeah, Himalayan have... salt wicks. What are they called? Lamps. Salt lamps? Salt lamps, yeah. Yeah. I know you licked that one last time. It's still got kind of a smear Sorry, on it. I couldn't I didn't get know. that off of there. I thought they were... Cause we had, had you had... eaten something really oily? Do you remember? Were you eating something oily when you did that? No, when you licked I'd it? I had some hard-boiled eggs, and I thought a little salt would have been nice with that, so I just was trying to get the taste of that. I apologize. I'll, I I'll get you another one. What is it, like a dollar? Dollar fifty? No, the salt lamps are pretty expensive. Huh. That would be against the nature of what they're for if I asked you to pay for a replacement, oh, though. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, it works out for you. Ganglion Highway gets huh. mentioned. Okay. What's a ganglion? I, I, I assume it's something similar to a piebald. 
And the town is called Siphon. Yes. Which is like where you suck the gas out of somebody's tank, right? Well, I think there's a part of an oyster that's called the Siphon. Oh. That part that they stick up and breathe out of, like a snorkel. Oh, really disturbing to me. You don't like... I just don't like thinking about Clams that. and... It's much like uh, sharing binoculars. It's just not... Oh, okay. It doesn't sit right. The sand. buried bivalves are sharing our air with us? Is that... Oh, no, it's not I, about maybe sharing. We it's, just, it's in the same... Oh, okay. So. All right. Well, let's, let's even just get into this whole scene in the hayloft where... Pierre is like tickling her. Yeah. And she's got a mom who has puppet phobia. Okay. Is very fearful that, that Dawson might marry a ventriloquist. Yeah, that mom seems very suspicious. They keep mentioning her. Yeah, the mom. No appearance yet. She's re- she's very pivotal to the story. Yeah. We know she's in seclusion. Right. That's so the only reference. Say, so she, you think she might come back and... If I was going to write it and make a twist, I'd make the mom be a ventriloquist dummy. Like in the last episode, that would be the big reveal. Huh. So you think like the daughter hasn't seen the mom since childhood. Yeah, like a psycho kind of thing. So they just know mom's in seclusion and, and then the, the dad tells stories. Under the, yeah. Chase Perkins, do you think he's in on these robberies? Um, They're giving us plenty of uh, reasons to doubt him, right? Seems he's like got, a red herring to me. He's right? got a pseudonym, right? He's going, and then he's very vague about when Nick tries to pin him down on where you're from. Oh, Rocky Mountain States. Uh, and Well, something's up with him. He does seem suspicious. His puppet only speaks a foreign language. I couldn't understand any of it. Right. They only translated some of that for mm-hmm. us. So you don't really know what he's saying. Yeah. And so what do you think's going on in, in his character's mind? Is he allowing Pierre to say all of the things that he really wants to say and, and yeah, could be, right? is restricted from saying? And then he lets some of it, the nice stuff, he will allow mm. the translation for that part. And nobody else would know whether he's speaking Unless correct, French. correct French or not. He could get in trouble, right? If yeah, he's, if he's if he not busted. Yeah, if he's not speaking the true. Yeah, maybe he'll say like, well, when I committed that crime, uh, uh, then they'll bust him. See, now you're making a case for Chase Perkins being in, involved in this, right? Mm. So, Or the he, dummy, at least. Right, because so, we've never heard him throwing in English. Right, that's and right. so then that's a protected aspect of his yeah. persona. Mm-hmm. Right, you've only heard him throwing in French. Yeah, and so he could be robbing these banks. French Canadian. There's all same, that stuff yeah. about the horse farm. I feel like they're going to come back to the horse farm. I noticed there's a there's a horse. Remember at the beginning of the second episode, Nick says, "Oh, I think that horse likes you." Yeah, to, I remember, to rock. I remember okay. a horse. Yeah, there's a few places in this episode where. Rock speaks, and you hear a horse kind of murmuring after him, like, mm. like, mm, like, I give me some of that rock handy. And that maybe Rock's going to ride that horse and catch the criminal or something. I just feel like oh, they're, okay, it's yeah. the Chekhov thing. You don't show a horse in the first act if the yeah. hero doesn't ride it in the I third you were act. I say like a sort of Mr. Ed situation. Oh, like, it's going to start giving them clues, maybe. actually. I mean, you, or maybe it's a metaphor. Maybe if it's a telepathic a thing, if the horse is like, like talking through, like maybe Rock will be there and Nix will start saying things. Through the horse's mouth like a ventriloquist. Straight from the horse's mouth. That's a good one. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to another episode of... Puppet Hunt. Um, with, with Matt and Lane. With Matt and Lane.